Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansour. I'm joined as always by my tired co-host, Alexander Volt. Say hello. Hello. This is Every Album Ever, the podcast where we listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time. It's usually a whole discography per episode, except for these EAE singles episodes where we discuss one brand new album at a time. And today we'll be discussing... The brand new album from Chelsea Wolf entitled She Reaches Out to She Reaches Out to She. I hate this name of this album, but (laughs) I love this album. But you love this album. I said it in the Idols episode. It's fucking February. This is crazy. It is crazy. This album is real good. Real good. Uh, And it's a little weird for me because... uh, I've only heard one of the Chelsea Wolf album in its entirety. Oh, shit. Yeah. Which one was it? That was shit. It was shit. <laughs> the, the yellow one. That's really good. Oh, yeah. That was kind of like where she got her shine on. Yeah. Like where where people started paying paying attention. I suck because I forgot the name of it. And I, I, I literally, I mean, I adore, I adore that album. And I've listened to it countless times. In po- some of those songs. It's Apocalypse. Apo- yeah. That um, one, right? Uh, apocalypsis apocalypsis yeah um uh and songs on that album are like forever songs for me like forever songs i heard mer for the first time when that like was coming out and my album or sorry my mind was so blown i'm mix mixing up words my mind was like so blown by like what like what do you what do you label this type of music yeah it's it's real interesting. It's real interesting, and she has a really cool vocal approach, especially on that album. But we're not talking about that album, no. But just kind well, of like yeah, it's history. Just, yeah, and yeah, it's 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 weird because um, like usually if it's like interesting, there could be a level of like, oh, it's not really accessible. But like you can show a lot of her songs to normal people. Definitely. Um, there's always been a, a weird kind of tangible nature to Chelsea, even though she's she's pretty experimental. Um, uh, and this album was what was uh, was gifted to us. Uh, we got a review copy from our boy Tom Osmond. You should all go check out and follow. Yes, yeah, came out. This came out a week ago on February 9th. and it's pretty wild to get two Juggernaut albums two weeks in a row. I've this been blessed, and then like the. These two, and then Satya Sena. Satya Sena, hell yeah, check out that episode. And like Bronson Arm rules too. Yep. But like, I'm just like, I have I have like three like three albums. album contenders. Yeah, and we're in the second. It's been. I mean, last year we ended our year in episode with with. Uh, we know 2024 is probably not going to come close to 2023, but at least just do at least give us a few. I'm sure just just give us what you got, and it's coming out stronger at this at this fucking rate. I'm going to be overwhelmed. Indeed. Uh, so this is only my second Chelsea Wolf album, so it's hard for me. To, I can't really compare it one to one with other stuff. It's a little tricky for me. She's very good at pivoting and changing. Um, I would say like Abyss and Hispin or like more more metal mm. and dark, especially Hispin. And then like Birth of Violence is this like total 180 from all that. She just went like acoustic songs. Mm-hmm. And then she did 
uh, an album we like here, Blood Moon with Converge and Great this, album. And then she did the score for that movie X. I didn't like the movie, but like I was, oh, I was she also did Mrs. Piss. Oh yeah, that yeah. that band too. But like the the score for X, I was like sitting in the theater. I was like, this sounds like Chelsea Wolf. Mm. And then I was I was right. It was Chelsea. Yeah, Wolf. she is. So like she's had this like great like metamorphosis and and change. Well, very similar to idols, like still remaining, like keeping her essence, no matter how different the albums sound. That's the only thing I can kind of latch onto. Um, not having heard so many is even though they, I mean this is such a different album than the other one I've heard. Uh, the the essence, I mean the essence is still there. It's a very this one is. I mean, I would say wildly more industrial, big, giant electronic sections, I, heavy. Yeah, I wasn't exactly sure what to expect this because like, oh, the last one was like an acute, well, not counting the Blood Moon, yeah. but like her last proper solo one, I was like, that's acoustic. So I don't know. I wasn't expecting this to kind of be a a trip hop album i feel like it has oh uh, yeah there, yeah there's moments it's still dark and heavy but i think it has more in common with like massive attacks mezzanine than like metal like there's there's not really a lot of guitar it's it's yeah. still there it's still there but it's very minimal dude the the song the liminal the vocals straight up remind me of portative with like how close they feel and how close oh, they sound. Oh. and not to mention the super trip hop drums on that song yeah there there's this so yeah so much that makes me think of of trip hop um and then um she worked with producer david sick of tv on the radio mm -hmm. and then um mixed by sean everett who's worked with slow dive shiza the killers and the yeah yeah yes yeah and i think like working with those guys on here was like really like really smart especially because like shiza has a song called babylon that's really dark and gave me like a i was like is this what shiza sounds like and she doesn't uh -huh. i was like ah oh, i want her to like make an album like that and like i shit you not you could put that song on babylon with one of these songs and they feel like very similar yeah so, interesting so i i thought that working with that uh that uh Sean Everett was like an interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's a, there's a good amount of range on this on this record. Um, opening with whispers in the echo chamber is, I mean, that's Jesus Christ. I, I fucking love this song. Um, is it's. it's you, I mean, how do you describe this shit? I mean, let's try. I guess it's it's like grimy, electronic. It's still dark and heavy. I yeah. I love. I've I've never really done a deep dive on her lyrics, but I I love the imagery on this album. Mm -hmm. There's these, you know, entering these these dark voids, and it's almost like mythical and occult-like, but it's it's very like rooted in like real things and healing and her becoming sober um but yeah so it's like this this dark world and she's always had this thing where if you just isolated her vocals you could turn it into a pop song probably mm -hmm. but this is still rooted in dark stuff this 
this is probably like as punishing as like the heaviest song on here. Yeah. Um, it's pretty punishing and it, it, it's a nice blend with her really hushed vocals against these giant distorted industrial sections. Um, but in the, in the bigger, louder sections, they, they seem to bend. There's a very, I mean, they, they literally bend, but it's like the whole song is bending. It's very fucking cool. It's a very cool effect. And yeah, I think that's, I, I love when like the music kind of like, I can't like, it's just so perfect with the guitars. And I think this idea of like, bending and transforming into these like alternate dimensions or these these voids it's just it's it's perfect it, the thing that the that things that come to mind are like the uh the movie annihilation that's what like i think yes of, yeah. yes um does channel a lot of that really uh, otherworldly kind of stuff um the follow-up track house of self and doing um brings up a lot of the energy, the drums on there really remind me like fucking Prodigy or something. Yeah, I wasn't expecting these like upbeat, high energy yeah. songs. And she always like has her like signature, like cool, subdued, like even like I notice in the press release, they call them like ASMR vocals. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't love the main riff of House of Self and Doing so much. I like the like how they execute it or how she executes it um but around three minutes in this incredible section comes in with a, a fucking awesome vocal layers um it really kind of turns the song into something else completely i uh, the great outro as well yeah I was, I was sitting there reading the lyrics thinking it's like some sort of like mythical war with packs being made with like interdimensional demons oh fun easy <laughs> uh only to find out this is like her song this like specifically this song is about like sobriety but she did say sobriety takes on many forms and like mm -hmm. i her metaphor game is strong indeed uh super satisfying bass texture on everything turns blue oh fuck. very cool sound dude yeah that that is like when I start noticing the like trip hop vibes mm -hmm. on it, um, it could be viewed as like dreamy, ethereal, but it, yeah, or but it like turns into a song about like loss and heartbreak and questioning what was even real to begin with. And there's like this piano. On, I wasn't expecting this album to have like piano parts, really, that, that like like you technically don't need them but i don't want to hear the songs without them i felt they fit right in yeah um for that one around three minutes in it's just it's just really uh kind of really lengthy ethereal atmospheric section it it's so well it's so well executed in that little chunk right there because um i mean we've we've heard hundreds and hundreds of albums on this podcast and we've heard plenty of atmospheric breaks mm -hmm. and songs but just something about that one um it's so well mixed and so well executed uh even though nothing is happening technically it still feels very much song-like it still still very still feels very much a part of the song i i would like to highlight the lyric uh what do i have to do to heal you out of me mm. that's mm. good that's mm. good that's some good mm. phrasing right there can't relate to that you you have it you, you've never loved indeed uh tunnel lights a lot of the choices on the quiet sections are super interesting on that one yeah like this that song is 
dare I say it's it's like dark R and B music. Like uh, that's interesting. <laughs> there's like an R and B quality to it, but it's like rooted and and dark. You could almost argue that well, that's what like trip hop is. It's there's these dark fuzzy electronics. The drums get like more primal as it goes on. It's it's definitely a song I think Elizabeth Fraser and, and Beth Gibbons would be like um, they'd they'd be proud of. I'd be interested to hear that because um as much as I enjoy it, the vast majority, it's the only song I don't care for very much is the closer dusk. I think it's a fairly weak closer. I I I love, love it. I love dusk. Really? Really? Why? The like I don't know if it's her a, a like vocal effect thing or like some electronic thing but it's just so fucking cool and haunting like the album i don't do you know what i'm talking about i think this the section you're talking about it sounds like um it sounds like of i mean a, a, like a, almost like a vocoder like it's not like robot vocals but it's a voice affected by she's singing it but it's heavily affected heavily affected that little that little part just gets stuck in my head and it like it like i don't want to say it it fucks me up but like makes me feel a certain way interesting it is pretty it's just i found it to be the least memorable of everything here um there are so there's like problems i have with this but it's like it's quite nitpicky because it is a really fucking good album. Mm-hmm. The nitpickiness is one. Uh, I just wish she did more things vocally. She just pretty much does what she does. And she's kind of always done what she does. Yeah. She has her thing. Yeah. It's- and it's not fair. It's not fair to compare it to a thing like idols, but we listen to them like back to back and hearing one person do so many different things with just one voice. Mm-hmm. It makes me like, you're a great singer. Why, why don't you do that as well? It just leaves me like, she sounds great, but I feel like there could have been, especially with the range in what the songs are doing. Mm. Cause they go fucking all over the place. Mm-hmm. I just w- would like to have heard more of that with her voice as well. Yeah. I don't know. This this I think her, her voice is so unique and maybe there's like more singers now doing the like subdued cool like asmr thing but i've heard a lot yeah but like at the like when i heard her i was i was like who who else is is doing this the the weird thing the only because i mean i I don't find the, the what she's doing that interesting or unique what i find unique is one little thing that she that she does as a singer um, it's one little thing. She uses e the e vowel sound in most vowels, mm. so every vowel has a little bit of e in it, mm. and that's kind of how I know it's Chelsea. Um, and that's a, it's a, it's like a very subtle thing. It's a very it's just a style. It's a very simple subtle thing that's unique to her, or that she chooses to do, or whatever. Um, and that's basically the only thing that I can kind of grab onto is like that's a uniquely Chelsea thing. Everything else, it just feel like it's just a, a soft hushed texture over these i don't even know these songs have a wide array but like sometimes brutal songs yeah uh it's it's definitely not her her heaviest i think if if people wanted like uh an extension of abyss or hiss this is not this is not it Mm -hmm. there there's 
peppering of of guitar here and there but this is not like this is not her like coming to like feel that like metal void i i don't think she's i don't think she's someone who's gonna be repeating herself a lot no it doesn't seem like it not at all um other really interesting stuff like the uh busy electronic percussion on eyes like nightshade man Uh, yeah very cool and really complex instrumentation all over that one and then yeah there's like a melodica on there too and is there just, i usually hate that instrument <laughs> dude it it works so good and even like on ice like nightshade and i think salt they have like these like jingly like chime things uh-huh. on both songs and it just adds to the vibes and the texture so well there's a section around 215 of eyes like nightshade that's absolutely gorgeous with these really cool samples um and it has like I found her vocals to be actually kind of distracting um, because they're so ASMR and gentle and hush over this really interesting backdrop. But uh, I liked it a lot more in second listen. For Salt, the there's a I don't even know how they made it's a really cool choice of bass texture um, <laughs> on the uh, on that on that track. And weirdly enough, uh, I think she sounds like she actually kind of sounds like fucking Tom York on there. Like the 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 choice the choices rather are very tom yorkie yeah that that was one where i was like made me think of massive attacks mezzanine i i like how it salt starts off like minimal and then it like it turns into like because mezzanine's a very like dark album but like it's like the stuff of their like of their nightmares like Uh This is like the nightmare child of Mezzanine. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorites, uh, one of my two favorites on here is Unseen World. I mean, it fucking, it rules. I mean, it's I, so damn good. And yeah, like the the drumming has this almost like, like world, like world drumming to it that I wasn't expecting. Um I I love love the sh- the strings when they come in. It like it helps you feel like you're being like transported to that unseen world when the strings hit. It's such a big and powerful. I mean the the big sections are such wonderful fucking melodies. They're just incredibly well done, um, and the the percussion on there is is super distinct and, and the song kind of revolves around that. Uh, yeah, it's it's fucking phenomenal. It's it's. Oh, it's so fucking good. Um, <laughs> the place, place in the sun has this extremely dirgy piano, uh, piano driven intro. I, really morose. Yeah, I do like that the 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 bulk of the album is you know trials and tribulations and transformation, but that one because there's also you know she talks about like healing, and so that one actually feels like peace and acceptance and and being mindful and mm-hmm. yeah we've we've talked about a few albums on on the uh the pod about loving yourself and healing yourself and they usually hit yeah. hard with me and this is this is no different hell yeah brother hell yeah uh yeah, that one is definitely the, the most dramatic thing on there musically and thematically uh, but it's beautiful, and there's, there's like a bunch of uh, electronic elements in the outro that are super fucking interesting. The most interesting part of the song for me, um, 
And even though I don't care for dusk, it is a is a is kind of, it's a sweet closer. It's it's very nice. But I think I I think those vocals are going to get you one day. No, uh, maybe I don't know. I think they might get you one day. The fu- stuff I found the most engaging was is just the weirder, craziest of like like the like the opener where it's just I don't know. There's that, something very alien about it. There is like like you said, like the annihilation soundtrack. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like I said, I like how that that is like reflected the lyrics of mm-hmm. going into these these voids and maybe maybe it's not like quite the world we're used to it's like a weird weird reflection yeah and um and there's also certain melodies that are hard to to pinpoint but they just have a this this reverberating feeling like internal lights i, I actually don't even like the big industrial sections very much but the quieter sections have this w- melodic feel that's weirdly nostalgic I, I don't know nostalgic of what but it has this really vague odd old f- sense about it it's really interesting uh, and like it's just like the production is so uh what's the word engaged it's <laughs> it, it's like so much of these songs is the production like i actually uh, for that one, for Tunnel Lights, anyway, I like the production more than the song itself. I think like the choices actually make you feel the choices more than, than like the writing. Um, and if I have any criticism, it's probably that about the whole album. Like, um, it's hard to even feel the writing because the production is such the thing that's that's taking up all of your real estate, your mental real estate. Mm. It's really, it is a very interesting album. Like, this could be kind of taken apart and dissected any which way. Yeah, I yeah I really thought it was like cool on like a few listens to like sit down with those lyrics and just like i this like it's such a whole like for me like every like every piece is important and mm-hmm. it just paints this like like dark but like cathartic picture for me and it is well done it is a good yeah. album and it, i feel kind of fucking stupid just having not heard so many other albums I- <laughs> it's so crazy because she's much like idols like feels like a new like a new artist but mm-hmm. you know she's she's been around for been she, it. she's been doing it and uh yeah what like a like crazy interesting discography she's already like carved out for herself very yeah it's clearly very diverse i mean even with the the side projects alone that's pretty fucking wild but it's 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 definitely worth a shot um several of these things i i couldn't call this accessible um it's not inaccessible but i would i i would say it's accessible if you're open to this kind of thing if like i guess if (laughs) if like goth music is like your thing or yeah you've been like drawn to those those darker elements of of trip hop or if you just like even if even if you have a a passing interest in nine inch nails it's not that it sounds like nine inch nails but at least yeah or if you're like this a cool fan of hers and you're just here for the journey no matter what like it's ah man it's it's fucking great solid ass dog hell yeah but 
might as well wrap it there. So thank you so much for listening and watching and hanging out. Check out the album. It's out now. You can also hang out with us and subscribe to our channel and talk some shit in the comments and be cool. You can follow me on all social media at Pandermonkey and Alex on Instagram at Every Album Alex. And don't be, don't be, don't forget to follow our history guy, Tom Osmond at Tom Osmond Sounds and all social media as well as TomOsmondSounds.com for all his music and TomOsmond.substack.com for his podcast where he interviews musicians as well as all his writings on music and all kinds of stuff. It's very cool. Um, Check out my EP, Pounder Monkey. Link to that in the description. Hell yes. And last but not least, Patreon. Patreon, baby. Patreon.com slash every album ever. That's where... I wonder if it... Did people plug Patreon on the last episode? Who cares? Uh, (laughs) Patreon.com slash every album ever. That's where you go. You get bonus episodes. You get to see our schedule in advance. You get to vote on polls to decide who we cover next. You get to join our Discord and be a part of our community as well as suggest episodes for these EAE singles episodes. So if an album came out this year, you want to hear us talk about it, send it there. Uh, And if you're tier two, you can suggest a full discography for us to cover on our bigger, longer numbered episodes, as well as any album from any discography for us to cover on a Patreon bonus episode. So go there, do that. Hell yeah. Now, closing track. Well, this is for me a Sophie's choice. I want Mike to love Dusk, but Whispers in the Echo Chamber is going to be one of the greatest songs of 2024. So Hell let's yeah. go there. Let's do it. So thank you so much for listening and watching. See ya. Swallow them before they swallow me.